You're listening to Swiss News in English. I'm Emily Breslin. And now for the news for Friday, November 5th, 2021. In COVID news in the past 24 hours, there were 2,838 new confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Switzerland, 31 new hospitalizations, and zero deaths. 64% of Swiss residents are now fully vaccinated. 99.1% of new COVID cases in Switzerland are due to the highly contagious Delta variant. According to an article in Le Matin, Pfizer announced on Friday that its anti-COVID pill is 89% effective in preventing the risk of hospitalization or death, according to early clinical trial results. The company said it intends to provide the results as soon as possible to the United States Food and Drug Administration for clearance. This is the second antiviral treatment pill to show positive results after the tablet developed by Merck was authorized Thursday in the United Kingdom. Antivirals work by reducing a virus's ability to replicate, thereby slowing down the disease. Easy to administer, these treatments represent a complement to vaccines to protect against COVID-19. Pfizer's initial results are based on clinical trials on just over 1,200 adults who contracted COVID-19 and are at risk of developing a severe case of the disease. Within a few days of onset of symptoms, some were given the Pfizer pill and others a placebo. The interim analysis showed an 89% reduction in the risk of COVID-19-related hospitalization and death from any cause, compared to placebo in patients treated within three days of the onset of symptoms, Pfizer said in a statement. The trial would have had a total of 3,000 people, but enrollments in the study have now been halted in the face of overwhelming effectiveness of the treatment in early results, said Pfizer. Today's announcement is a real game changer in our global efforts to stop the devastation caused by this pandemic, Pfizer boss Albert Bourla said in the statement. This data suggests that our antiviral treatment, if approved by regulatory authorities, has the potential to save patient lives, reduce the severity of COVID-19 infections, and prevent up to nine out of 10 hospitalizations, Bourla added. Pfizer's treatment will be marketed under the name Paxlovid. Eastern Swiss cantons have a low vaccination rate and rising cases of COVID-19. As a result, the cantons of Eastern Switzerland presented a strategy Thursday, November 4th, as part of vaccination week, which starts on Monday, to convince the undecided and vaccine-hesitant. Canton appenzell Ausserhoden, taking an original approach, is offering hypnosis to those who have fear of needles and vaccination. A special taxi has been organized to drive people wishing to be vaccinated to the vaccine centers, 
and those who are phobic of syringes may first be hypnotized. Three initiatives are up for votation on November 28th. Two of them are widely understood. The third, not so much. The COVID law and the nursing initiative both have wide support in Switzerland. Most Swiss voters wish to allow the Swiss government to continue mandates, such as the COVID certificate requirements, so the COVID law is likely to stay in place if Swiss voters turn in their ballots by the 28th of November. In addition, the nursing initiative, which proposes to invest in better and more training for nurses and improved working conditions, especially in the wake of COVID and the renewed appreciation for nurses and medical staff, has tremendous support in recent polling. The third initiative on the ballot for November 28th is the least understood. This vote involves the appointment of federal judges in Switzerland. This initiative was spearheaded by Adrian Gasser, owner of the Lortze Group and one of the wealthiest businessmen in Switzerland. Due to Gasser's negative experiences with the justice system of Switzerland, Gasser wishes to change the way judges are appointed. Gasser wants judges to be independent and not affiliated with political parties. According to an article on Swissinfo.ch, under the current system, once federal judges are elected, they must hand money over to the political party to which they are affiliated. It's called a mandate tax. This arrangement is unique to Switzerland and is not practiced anywhere else in the world. This exchange of money benefits the coffers of the political party who receives the cash. In exchange, the judge receives the party's support in future elections. The criticism of this system is that the party itself can assert influence over judges by threatening to withhold support if a judge's decision is not in alignment with the political party. The judge initiative on the ballot proposes that qualified judges who are not politically affiliated should be nominated and placed in a pool by an expert commission and randomly selected for federal judgeships where they stay until the age of 70. These judges can only be removed by parliament if there is a serious breach of their office or an illness precludes them from performing their duties. Under the current system, judges with no political affiliation have no chance of gaining office. The Council of Europe's Group of States Against Corruption, GRECO, has admonished Switzerland's system for the appointment of federal judges. Despite this, the proposal is unlikely to pass, according to recent polling. The main argument in favor of the initiative is the depoliticization of the federal judicial system. Proponents argue that there is no separation of powers in the current system. It is believed that the judiciary is currently part of the legislative branch of government due to the party affiliation of judges. Supporters of the initiative also believe that the best candidates will be chosen since they would be selected by a neutral body and chosen by lottery 
from a pool of qualified people. They say this would also lead to more diversity on the bench, since people of all genders and ethnicities would have the same chance of being selected. Those against the initiative find the proposal too extreme. They suggest the system works well, and the election of judges by parliament legitimizes the democratic process. The opponents of the initiative also believe that the ability to account for criteria such as gender, age, and background of the candidate can guarantee a better balance in the justice system. Swiss Justice Minister Karen Keller-Sutter opposes the initiative, saying a lottery process would be completely alien to the system. She references Switzerland's political traditions and stated, quote, the luckiest candidates rather than the most capable ones would be chosen, end quote. The Swiss parliament does not support the initiative and does not offer a counterproposal. Under the article on SwissInfo.ch regarding the judge initiative, there were a few interesting reader reactions. One such reader, named Scott Swiss, stated, quote, I was surprised to learn that Switzerland operates a non-independent judicial system. It is a pillar of a mature democracy that the separation of powers is in place. You only have to look at the impacts on the U.S. to see how partisan judicial appointment negatively affects its decision-making and legal processes and society as a whole, end quote. A second reader, called T. Graph 11, posted the following comment regarding this initiative. Justice Minister Karen Keller-Sutter's statement regarding her opposition to the lottery system, the, quote, the luckiest candidates rather than the most capable ones would be chosen, end quote, seems naive to the point of being a carefully procured propaganda soundbite. In the Swiss election system and the USA federal appointment system, it is the well-connected who are selected. Capability is not party-specific. The very fact you have to pay your way into the party for consideration seems like one of the most undemocratic elements of the Swiss system, one I find rather confounding." End quote. While this initiative looks unlikely to pass based on recent polling results, perhaps it will open the dialogue for further discussion on the topic of judicial selection in Switzerland. Thanks for listening to Swiss News in English. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Until next time, auf Wiedersehen, arrivederci, abianto. bianto.